that's it for today. And uh, what is that? What is that? I don't know what that is. Now there's nothing on the teleprompter. There's literally nothing on the teleprompter. It says wrap it up. What, what the fuck does that mean, wrap it up? What? All right. Three, two, one. That's it for today. Oh, fuck. God. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll do it live. I can't do it fucking here. I'll fucking do it live. Shit. Hi, everyone. This is Steven with the Deep Fried Nerds Podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to touch on a few things. Uh, first of all, thank you so much to everyone who has listened to the first two real, genuine podcasts that we've had. Uh, secondly, please tell your friends and family about us. I know we're a little stupid at times, and yeah, we have a little bit of highbrow uh, humor going on. But Grandma it, loves us. Yes, it's all in good fun, people. All in good fun. So tell your friends and family about us, especially if they love nerd shit. Anyway, uh, also this pro- podcast is uh, brought to you by my website, burnthesun.com. That's B-R-N-T-H-E-S-U-N.com. And why did I forget the U? Because once again... Fuck you. That's why. Okay. Anyway, I got all that shit out of the way. Let's start the show. What's up, everyone? It's Steven. Um, so, yeah. It's been another week, man. We finally did it. We finally uh, committed to something. We actually brought forth yet another podcast. And this time, we have the power of Apple iTunes. We've done it. We have swayed the machine into our favor. And <laughs> yes. They don't even know it. They don't even know, or or care for that matter. Yeah, they really don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't. I didn't even get an email saying that we're on. Yeah, they figured, they I figured actually figured found out by out. myself. Yeah, they figured we'd look. Yeah, they're right. <laughs> um, but welcome to another edition of the Deep Fried Nerds podcast. Um, before we get into our antics and stuff like that, I really want to talk about something that is. Um, really, really near and dear to my heart, and it really hurt me this week. Uh, Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade. Um, many of you have probably heard about what happened, uh, them taking their lives and stuff, and it's really sad. You know, it, it, you know, suicide is really nothing to joke about, really, and you know, we're not going to try and make light of it. All we ask is that, you know, if you do have those feelings, if you do feel like there's no way out, please reach out to someone. Please talk to someone because there is always another way. There is always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always something to be done to fix it. Don't ever, don't ever think that you're worthless. Don't ever think that you don't have a purpose on this earth because you do. Um... That being said, I put on our Instagram, our Deep Fried Nerds Instagram, the Suicide Hotline, Depression Hotline, any other hotline that you could think of is all on there. So please, um, once again, I implore you, if you have those feelings, please do something about them. Don't let them eat you alive. So um, enough of the heavy shit. Let's get to... Get to the dickery. Let's get to the dickery. (laughs) First topic of today, sir, I don't know if you heard about this, Benedict Cumberbatch, um, he fought off four muggers, um, I think in England or some shit, or where he's from, wherever the fuck he's from, he fought off four muggers. What does he do again? He, he's an actor. What does he do again? 
He's fucking Doctor Strange, man. Okay, I don't remember his name. He's Doctor <laughs> Strange. God damn it, okay. Doctor Strange. All right, Doctor Strange he, brought out muggers. That he, sounds way better. Yeah. Okay, just like, Okay, but, on. you know, it's a fictional character, so you gotta use his real fucking name. Come on, name. you know he wears that fucking cape on the weekends. Who fucking wouldn't, really? Exactly, it's a weapon. Anyway. anyway. How did he do it? What happened? So, he saw some delivery man, some food delivery man getting mugged by four dudes, so he goes over there and beats the fuck out of them. And I'm just like, so he is living fucking proof that there is a Doctor Strange out there. I, I, there was no video, so I can neither confirm nor deny that he used his mystical wizard powers in order to stop these people. I like to think he did. I like to think he did as well, because that's just, you know, that's how I would like to see Benedict Cumberbatch uh, live his life. You know, his best version of it, I guess you could say. Um, special effects. That's magic. <laughs> yeah, there, there was no strings, nothing, man. Like, that's that's pretty hardcore. I gotta admit. Or PCP. I, I don't know that I would do that. I don't know that I would jump in. I would be able to jump in and save somebody like that. Not without a weapon or anything like that. Like, now, we know very little detail about this. No video, right? So like, No video. We don't know how old these muggers were. Maybe they're <laughs> tiny. Maybe they're emaciated. Are, are you insinuating that these are 65-year-old muggers? Possibly. Like, hit him with canes, like Biff on Back to the Future Possible. What else are you supposed to do when you are a retirement age <laughs> career criminal? There's no 401ks. There's no, no medical benefits There's no program. What else are you going to do? You got to keep doing what you're going to do. Oh, shit. Um, so I'm just saying, Doctor Strange may or may not have beat the shit out of a bunch of geriatric criminals. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's possible. Uh, <laughs> Still kind of cool. We're, we're, kinda, we're waiting on video, video to uh, prove... Somebody has it. Yeah, somebody might have it. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about uh, today is I watched Iron Man 1, uh, the the movie that started it all for the Avengers and all of them. And all, pretty much the Marvel Universe, that's what kick-started everything. And I was watching it, and I was like just in awe of how fucking awesome it was. Like, for its time, fucking 2008, like, think about that shit, like... That was the fucking movie to watch. I think I watched it like four times in the theater. And I, I loved it every single time. I remember watching that movie when we still had a drive-in theater. Oh, shit. Yeah. And part of the way to get in cheaper was to hide in the trunk, correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I decided, let's just hang out back here for a little bit, you know? Let the movie start. <laughs> make an enclosed space for myself so that fumes leaving my mouth may or may not have stayed within the same vicinity, thus maybe increasing whatever effect these vapors may have had. Interesting. One in case, it gets to the scene where shit starts blowing up, right? <laughs> it was in, it was like I was in a war zone in the back seat, and then it popped out, and there's Iron Man. It was a good <laughs> part of it. It was a great movie, but the first 15 minutes, I was confused as shit. But it added to the intensity. Point in case, it was a very good movie at the time. <laughs> Sorry, just reminiscing. Amazing. Like, yeah. Amazing. But yes, that was a great movie for the time, especially yeah. like considering we had had one six, well, okay, I guess I can't say. One and a half successful comic book movie franchise at that time. Yeah. Spider-Man was still doing good. Batman had had its hits and misses on multiple levels, multiple attempts. So multiple average misses. it out, we'll call it, you say bat, you say it bat 500, regardless of George Clooney. Oh, God. <laughs> so one and a half successful comic book movie franchises. The Hulk was kind of a one-off. We didn't really know what the hell was going on with Eric Bana. Uh, and then they put this, like the founding, like, okay, here is what we're going to build the rest of what we're working towards on, and we're going to approach it in a slightly different style. We're not going to go for the exaggerated, 
Um, this city obviously isn't real kind of thing, which we were getting way into in the latter Batmans. We weren't going into... I'm not even sure what to call that first original Hulk, but... Dog shit? Uh, yeah, there were dogs in it, and they probably took <laughs> massive shits. Um, I don't know. It was interesting. It seemed like an artsy approach to me. But this was the first, yeah. like, this is actually going to be like a, a, a canon-type movie. Like, we're going to approach this from a different angle and pretty much create the Marvel formula with before we technically really knew that's what it was. Right. Right. And it was fucking great. It was great. I, and the storyline was good. And then something I forgot um, about, but Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, he was in Iron Man 1. Was he? Yeah, he was. Uh, you remember when he made, when he got captured by those fucking uh, sand people, for lack of a better term? And uh, he made that first Iron Man suit out of like parts from a, a missile. Uh-huh. He was supposed to make the Jericho. So, uh, Ray, uh, uh, fucking what's his Tom name? Morello. Tom Morello walks in to check on Tony Stark, and uh, he turns on the the suit, and he's the first one to get killed by the suit. Huh. That's an interesting distinction to have. Yeah. So I I was he credited in that role. Yeah, he was. Huh. So I, he I jumped I on board way early. Like fuck yeah, I'll be killed by Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. So I. I watched it uh, this week, and I was like, wow, man, I totally forgot about that. I was like, holy shit, it's Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. And um, I-, I was thinking about the the guy who played Rhodey uh, the first, in the first Iron Man, and then I thought about how when they were going to do Iron Man 2, they asked him to play Rhodey again, and he said, no, no, I can't, I can't do that. I was like, bitch, you made Hustle and Flow. <laughs> and, like, you're too dignified to do a goddamn comic book movie? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Come on. And I, and I thought he was, like, too serious. I like Don Cheadle as, uh, as Rhodey, honestly. Uh, but the other... Terrence Howard. That's his name. That's his fucking name. Oh, yeah. Um, I kind of forgot that even happened. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You get so far into these movies, you kind of Terrence Howard just... is fucking crazy, first yeah. of all. You know, he had an argument with the professor whether, what was it, the number one existed or some shit like that. If the number one I don't know. Existed. He dropped out of college because apparently he's too smarter than his math professors. Apparently not. I don't know. He's fucking crazy. He could have been a part of a, fran- a multi-billion dollar franchise. Like, literally, he could have been as Iron Patriot or whatever the fuck they're calling him. Is it Iron Patriot now? It's still Iron Patriot. It's still Iron Patriot. He could have still been in the suit making that fucking bread. And, and he's still... It still boggles my mind that he's like, nah, man, I don't want to play. What are you saying? Empire? Isn't that what it's called? It's not some sort of critical commercial success that... Have you ever watched it? I barely remember what the fucking name was right now. (laughs) Hell no, it's a piece of shit, I'm sure. (laughs) So that kind of lends to the idea of what his body of work is. Um, But it it just made me... the, The whole movie just made me think about like, damn, we've come so fucking far. Ten years of Marvel movies, ten years of this amazing journey, and we're presumably just getting started. True, we still have more phases. We phases. do. Oh, I don't. We're in phase what three? We're at, the, we're at the end of phase one. Get the fuck uh, out of this here! This next movie is the end of one, or technically, I guess Infinity War was supposed to be like the end of one, and this next one is supposed to be the beginning of two. But that's like the same shit. It's a transition. These two movies are the transition period. <laughs> Whatever happens after this next movie is considered phase two. 
I don't even know fucking. I don't think they even know what the fuck Phase Three is. Jesus. Yeah. So we got damn, like, Russo we, brothers. We got a whole shitload of movies coming our way. Yes, we do. <clears throat> yes, we do. Uh, you just saw Solo. I right did. Now. I did. I literally just came from the theater. Yeah. I'm glad and... I pissed on the way out. <laughs> it was a good so what, call. So what did you think? You know what? I enjoyed that movie. Did you? I now? did. I actually okay. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Okay. And I think it's because they. They didn't oversell Han Solo. They didn't oversell him. It, it wasn't just about him. Well, um, it wasn't even that it wasn't just about him, because obviously he's involved in everything, but they actually, yeah, they bring in other stories, which, I mean, I walked away from that, like, fuck, I want to know more about that. Like, I want to see the backstory yeah, of these characters yeah. and shit. But in the end, they, they didn't make it to where he tried to overpower every scene, like, oh, I am Han Solo already, like, they, mm. like how they they tend to do sometimes with the characters like they just they have to be in the lead no he was subordinate he was in the background he fucked up he did things followed along he seemed not helpless but like he didn't know exactly what was going on so he was just kind of going with it at times just, and I yeah. think that was a good approach to it because they could have easily like just made this like a cocksucking Han Solo piece yeah, yeah but they didn't they actually went to the trouble of trying to develop this character a bit and show where maybe he got attitudes from where he runs into you know the whole Chewbacca relationship building the whole back and forth between him and Lando which by the way yes Dalgo put a great fucking Lando that was Didn't awesome he? I enjoyed the shit out of that he was a better Lando than fucking Lando dude like I I honestly like I think uh, Empire was on on uh, TBS or something like that I was watching that last week and <clears throat> I was I just thought to myself like damn Don Glover is better than Billy D. Williams at playing Lando like I just, shit Damn, it, it just blew my mind. And it made me want to go see Solo again. Um, what did you think about Amelia Clark, though? Were, were, did you, know, you feel the same way? The week didn't bother me as much. Now, mind you, I worked in a couple of minutes late. You know, I was preparing. Oh, Jesus. It's fine, whatever. I got the fight. It was a fight, whatever. It's fine. I got, the, <laughs> I got the gist of it. But what I saw of the wig, it eh, could have been worse. It, been it worse. was bad, but it, it could have been way It, it was probably worse. unnecessary. But yeah. ultimately, eh. Although, what I did kind of like about one of those opening parts of the movie, and it, I guess it didn't really manifest too, too much later, but when they're like in that pub station, whatever, uh, where they bribe the Imperial Guard, like, hey, here's like an 80,000 credits worth of power right here. If you just take it, let us go through. And you can see like this dilemma in her face, and ultimately she decides to take it. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they don't, they don't both get through is because the dude gets nabbed on the way in. Or yeah. Han Solo gets nabbed on the way in. But... That did a good job of, like, shining, like, that human element on, like, who does end up... Because, I mean, most of the original movies, the Empire is, like, this motionless, cold thing that exists, stocked with stormtrooper soldiers, which we don't know anything about at first. And then yeah. later on, we move into, like, the little clones, and then we look out they're actually not. That was only at the beginning. And, like, some of these later movies are starting to introduce, like, hey, these are actually, like, technically soldiers, people who, like, signed up to serve the Empire, like, um... In the whole new trilogy that's going on, um, Finn. Yeah. Finn's entire character is based off the element that these are like people filling these roles. And yeah, sure, most of them are brainwashed by the Empire, but like they can come to the self realization. And like it does show that they are built of people. Like, yeah, that lady, obviously, Empire, 80,000 credits. 80,000 credits, real quick. She decides to take it. Um, the whole like recruiting video they have up in the background is Hans trying to sign up for the Imperial Army and then ends up not being where he wants to be. Yeah. Like that whole shining out, like it, it I think that's, like, important because, like, it's, it seems like these newer movies are starting to move away from, like, that stark, like, 
100% good, 100% bad, and I'll be like, well, there's these gray areas, which all play into the, the dynamics of why this isn't even happening in the first place, how right. a Senate ends up getting corrupted and moves into an empire and whatnot. Like, it's because of these human elements. I mean, before, we're just kind of told that's the way the story progresses, but, like, now you're starting to see, like, how, well, again, how people are and, like, making it more real. I fucking love that. That was great. Yeah, and, and it does lend to the idea, like, you know, because when you watch the original trilogy, you think to yourself, like, oh, these stormtroopers, they must be robots or something like that because they have no emotion. They have no... All they're, all they're told to do is to kill anybody, anybody who's part of the rebellion, anybody who is against them, period, end of story. But then, you, like you said, you have these moments, like, like Finn in uh, Force Awakens where he's just like, I don't want to kill people. Like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to do anything wrong. Like, and then you have that lady who's basically, like, fighting with herself. Like, should I take it? And then, you know, just just let them through or whatever. And, you know, it, it, you're right. It has those moments where it's just, like, you kind of see... You kind of see a little bit of, like... I, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like it's, in it's war. Some, some humanity on Because, again, in war... Whatever side you're on, they're going to do their damnedest to try to convince you the other side is inhuman. They serve no real purpose. They're completely your enemy in order to make it easier to kill and hate them. Yeah. But when you can humanize somebody, it makes it a lot more difficult, the decision, because you're like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. They actually are a person. Again, I appreciate the shit out of throwing this whole moral ambiguity into the mix. Like, okay, this is getting real now. This isn't just like your stock Joseph Campbell story. This is one that's actually delving kind of deep. Yeah, and I'm yeah. liking I'm liking the shit out of it so far. And also, I think the the fucking critics, the people who were like, "Oh, this movie sucked at." No, it was great. I thought it was great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. And and you know, people they just need to shut the fuck up. They're just it, looking at shit on things. Yeah, just they're they're looking for more of what's wrong with it than what they liked about it. And what I found was so right about it. Like I I loved it. The fucking ending though. Uh, spoilers. You ready for it? Three, two, one. Fucking Darth Maul, dude. Fucking Darth Maul. Like, and and, and it's the original guy who played Darth Maul in the, um... And he speaks. Yes, and he speaks. And it just, like, jaw-droppingly fucking perfect. But it kind of lends to, like, well, did he survive being cut in half? Did he, you know... Mm, well, this, considering the timeline, this is all happening before. Well, hold on. I know what I think I just kind of took for granted that it happened before, but yeah, because when you think about it, because if we're already in the, we're already the empires happened. If it ha- if it happened before the prequels, then that means like Luke. Wait, no, yeah, Anakin hasn't even been born yet. Right? Am I getting that right? And that would well, make Han Solo older than fucking. Like, yeah, do you know what? Darth. No, you're right. This has to take place after because the whole prequels were the setup to the Empire. Yeah. And this is like the beginnings of the rebel. Yeah, so this is between the prequels and Rogue One. So he pretty much survived being cut in half and falling down a never-ending fucking shoot of. Well, there was something about that. Disney did okay. So Disney did something kind of odd prior to them. Purchasing and rebranding the new trilogy and whatnot, uh, George Lucas, when he still was in control, had went ahead and gone through the process of basically making a system in which original content could be made and branded as Star Wars Dogma, basically an official extended universe. 
And prior, like, started after, I think the prequel started, it was like 2000 or somewhere around there, he licensed the first one. And he ends up licensing a bunch of, and they're, they're pretty much in the form of novels. Sometimes they're video games, but basically there's something, you, they, they have like a seal of approval that you could look for, and if it was on there, it was official canon. If not, it wasn't. And so they actually constructed an entire extended universe, and in that extended universe, there was a bunch of shit going on with Darth Maul, like both pre and post him being chopped in half. But when Disney came along, they nixed that. They were like, okay, all official, everything that was declared official dogma before in the extended universe is no longer so. Not to say that we won't pull from it and then remake it canon, but basically, in order to free the reins on them so they're not they're not restrained by shit that had already happened or been said, because that extended universe went like 100, 150 years after the Star Wars storyline. Right. So they freed it, but they're like, we might borrow some, so maybe they're doing this, because that when I saw him, I started realizing he did have something to do with the syndicate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't really remember the story that was going on, but it made sense to me at the time, except for I hadn't thought that you're right. He This means he survived, which could make some sense. Or it could mean that Disney is saying, like, we are so fucking sorry for the prequels. Uh, Darth Maul's alive. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. Like, Jar Jar, all of that shit is, you know, never fucking happened. Have you ever heard the theory? Hypothesis. Okay. Theory. Debating on how much evidence you want to pull. That Jar Jar Binks is the Dark Lord. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Cause Jar Jar Binks. I, I would believe you if he'd be like, Misa say you got to kill your father. Well, see, here, like, there's some... Oh, I wish I would have... Uh, I don't know why I sound like style. an Asian man there. Sorry. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks has a weird in this thing. Anyway, but there, there's basically there's some small segments they can point to throughout the prequels that makes it kind of ambiguous. Like, the fact that uh, Jar Jar's constantly telling Anakin, like, oh, those Jedi don't know what they're talking about. He's kind of like always sort of hidden, like, and it seems super, like stupid and innocent, like, oh, he's the dumbass that would happen. Yeah. So, like, if you just play those lines back and forth, it does seem very suggestive. Like, don't listen to these fucking assholes. What are you doing here, kid? What's going on? Um, he demonstrates some very odd physical abilities, which no other Gungan does. If you watch all the other fucking Gungans in, like, the fight, like, they're all slobby and slow and, like, yeah. But you remember that scene when they first run into Jar Jar and he pulls off, like, a 20 foot spiral dive into the ocean? Oh shit, you're fucking Yeah, it was right. like a Jedi move and a half right there. I don't know, there's just some like little things that they get pointed to. And I have to go back over it. Next week I'll see if I can bring back, okay. I'll bring in the full theory. But there's some shit there. And All right. I just like stirring that fucking pot. Yeah. <laughs> right, it makes, right Jar, makes Jar Jar interesting. Well, which I gotta write. do. Yeah, write that down. I'm gonna come back with that hard. All right. Um, why don't you tell the story about how this uh, controversy between me and your fucking brother happened. Oh, yeah. We have our first Deep Fried Nerds controversy. Woo! So, mm-mm. in our breakdown of comic movies and someone's unappreciation for the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man era. Accurate interpretation. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, we came across, you know, a li- little bit of uh, opposition to our, our analysis. And I'm not going to say it was my analysis. But I will attach myself to that because I am a goddamn professional. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, what the problem was is that I said that Spider-Man 2 was basically dog shit. And... <laughs> we got some pushback, just a we, little bit. We got a lot of pushback. Yeah, we got we got maybe a paragraph of pushback. We did. We got comments such as, you know, Spider-Man 2, directed by Sam Raimi, is one of the most beautifully directed, written, and executed superhero movies ever. 
And we got people willing to fight us for this. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, yeah they, they agreed. Age thing is gruesome. But very valid point. He was not in high school in that movie, minus like the first 10, 15 minutes. After yeah. that, he's like a mid-college. He's not even like the first year of college age. He's just like a college age He's a 35-year-old motherfucker trying to play, play a like 20-year-old. Like, <laughs> Any, anyway. Okay, um, well, we also have some, some things before I go with age. What about like, you know, films that supposedly go through like decades of time and people look exactly the same? Erroneous. What about like, you know, classics we're, such we're, as Goodfellas? Good God. We're talking about fucking, we're not talking about gangster movies. We're talking about fucking Spider-Man. We're talking about Spider-Man trying to play a fucking... And you're trying to be ace just against <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> anyway, next podcast... Heed my words, Nathan will be here, and we're gonna we're gonna slug it out. We're not literally, but we're gonna figure this shit out. I am going to convince him that Spider-Man Two is dog shit. I will do my fucking research. I will, I, I will watch that motherfucker again, and I will even rent the Blu-ray. I don't give a fuck. I want to be right. I'm gonna be right. <laughs> I like this movie. <laughs> I feel you might fall in your research. You really think so? Possibly. I don't know. I feel like you should have went harder on three. Three? Nobody I mean, likes three. Three is too fucking easy to go hard <laughs> on. I, 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 we would be talking for fucking days if I went in on three. All right, we can go with two. Let's go with two. To go, two, I can I can probably make a good argument for. All right. I can, decent. All right. Decent. We're going we're gonna to see how this goes next week. I like this. <laughs> um, so to it. the next thing that we want to talk about, or you want to talk about, is Mr. Goku. Oh, you well, have any comments or uh, scrutinies, if you will? This kind of falls in line with my hate of Superman. Oh, Jesus. How do you hate Superman? I hate Superman. Why do you hate Superman? Superman is the worst fucking superhero to ever be created. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Dropping bombs. Yeah. yeah. How the That's fuck? Right. Had... He's... How? Okay. okay. Explain. Well, Explain. let's see. I'm in a writer's room. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Let's create a character. Regardless, you know, let's, maybe we're, we're clairvoyant. This character is going to go on for decades. How do we always make him win? Oh, I know. He has every power in the universe. And if you don't know he has that power, when he needs it, he has the power. And he had it all along. Fuck <laughs> Superman. He is a cop out of a goddamn superhero. He has every, again, he has every power, even powers he doesn't know until he has to use it. And all of a sudden, boom, he can do that. Boom, I can fly around. Charlie Pence, it's just, it's a shitty superhero. Like, okay. sure. Okay. Every now and then we get kryptonite, which, by the way, why haven't they destroyed kryptonite throughout the entire universe? This whole species of people complete. I mean, I get them as a home world and kept them kind of normal. Why just fucking blow that shit up and be Superman all over the goddamn place? How can, how can everyone Lex find Luther, it? So can, Lex Luthor is constantly finding goddamn kryptonite. Ah! Point is, I hate the fucking character. It's terrible. Uh, and then when he dies, he comes back. The morals are just... It's fucking bullshit, isn't it? Any human character. It's just... I don't know. I, out of all superheroes, I hate fucking Superman. I, I will say that every depiction of Superman, every movie that's been out, with the exception... No, no, not even not even Batman versus Superman. But every Superman movie kind of paints him as a bitch. Kind of. I don't know. Chris, Christopher Reed was kind of a baller. He, he, he was, was kind he of... Was he, he didn't really have that much shit. But still... Rest in peace. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in general, I hate, I hate Superman. Now, <laughs> to bring this back. Okay. There was a series of videos that happened that garnered 
way too many views for anything that could be considered non-serious. But basically, it was a breakdown of, like, Superman versus a character called Goku from the Dragon Ball universe. Okay. All right. So this series, the very first time, you know, it was one of the most epic, uh, like, videos they did. It was, like, an hour long. Most of them tend to be 10 to 15 minutes. It's uh, the Death Battle series. They do it on YouTube. What they do is they, they, they pit popular uh, video game and comic book characters against each other and be like, who would win? And, like, they actually go through, they do their research, and, like, they'll bring up relevant facts and stats and, like, give their powers and shit whatnot. And, like, an example, they had, like, uh, The Flash versus Quicksilver. And basically throughout the video, like, they... they, they they hype him up up until the fight, and then they have like a little mo- little little fight scene, and this thing happens. Afterwards, they'll explain it like, "Well, this is why he won." Like the instant the Flash Quicksilver, like Quicksilver is very defined as far as like actual speed numbers and whatnot, whereas Flash isn't. Actually, goes like exponential times faster and whatnot. So like they'll they'll have that. They'll battle up. They had a Star Screech versus one of the little my one of the My Little Ponies. Why? <laughs> well. <laughs> I was Why? saying the same thing, but uh, that was another slightly controversial one, but the pony one. The, po- the pony one. God, if you want to go Jesus. watch that video, it's... it's they've had three controversies, but again, they at least go off of things they can establish as data. So they go with Superman. They have this big... Like, a re- like for their fights, like, it's epic as fuck. Normally, like, little 8-bit characters fight. No, they had, like, full 3D world rendered and had, like, a 15-minute battle. And... They basically come to a couple points in this first video. Okay. And they come to the thing that, again, with Superman, his powers are like, eh, they're just, they've been so undefined that with a character like Goku has done things, you can find limits with the character. And there have been times in which he has hit them. That combined with the fact that Goku apparently is too fair of a fighter. There's this moment in the fight where he comes up with like a piece of crypto and says, oh, fuck this. You don't need this. It's like, oh, this is hurting you? Let's get rid of that. Because his whole thing is like, I need to fight the strongest thing. Like, it's part of his whole character. He's like, like, I always got to fight the strongest guy. I'm not going to fight you hindered. You have to fight with honor, not, yeah. not with, you know. So, go, uh, they have Superman up winning. There's a whole bunch of fucking backlash because, like, there's, there's some fucking reasons to believe that Superman is not as strong as Goku. And there definitely is. Okay, first of all, speed of light is not as fast as faster than speed of light because instant transmission goes faster than that. If you know what I'm talking about, you know exactly what I'm fucking saying. All right, all right. But... Basically, Goku throughout the series and continuing to keep making it, he's like a god in a power level. Like, they actually use god level because there are gods within that universe. But basically, a bunch of people got pissed. So much so, they made a second video with a second battle. A rematch, if you will. And the big end of this one is that, yes, though Goku increasingly becomes the strongest person around no matter what, and he always comes out on top... Superman is just so undefined that he literally is limitless in power, so thus can never be defeated. And that's fucking bullshit! <laughs> that is the worst fucking power in the goddamn world. You know you know what it's like? It's like playing rock, paper, scissors, and, and there's always that one asshole that's like, dynamite! And the, like, they pull up, like, they crunch up their hands, like, rock, paper, scissors, dynamite! And dynamite always fucking wins. Unless somebody like, jumps on the dynamite right away and covers it and sacrifices their body for the rock. <laughs> just saying, you know, it's an option. Someone's gonna break the... You can keep God. going with that shit. I'm just saying, I don't know. But boy, in case, basically, I hate fucking Superman. Good lord. Goku. I beat his ass. We need, we need to discuss that, the whole Superman hatred... Oh, yes. We'll the, in, in let, me write, let me write down some thoughts. I, I, do okay, all right. We'll get back to this. So, uh... Okay, Goku. Yeah. 
Goku's Goku's one badass. of the greatest. One of, one, of the, one of the great characters. He has his flaws, but he's a damn good player. Better than Superman. Way more in depth. Wow. I just Goku I can't over remember. Superman for life. Wow. <laughs> I can't. Oh Bring it, God. DC. What's up? Oh my God. I can't even remember. Muhammad Ali beat your ass. <laughs> he Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Lewis and Superman. <laughs> okay. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is the douche canoe who is Mark Wahlberg. Ew. Mark fucking Wahlberg. Uh, this motherfucker... That cum trench? <laughs> That's good. I think I'm going to use that one next. Um, this motherfucker makes sixty-five or $68 million per film. Now... That's like entire... That's slightly more than Deadpool 2's entire budget, isn't it? I believe isn't so. It like $60 million? I think so. Something Maybe like, 100 Point in case, it's almost an entire movie. Yeah, that's, and that's just paying one motherfucking person. Huh. Now... Mark Wahlberg is notorious for making, like, military movies and, like, the... Like, he made Patriot's Day, I think. No, is it Patriot's Day? It was about the, about the Boston bombings and stuff. Anyway, he always portrays, like, somebody in the military and stuff. And I thought to myself, huh, $68 million, how many good Mark Wahlberg movies do I know? I know of three fucking movies. The other guys... Uh, Four Brothers, which had Tyrese in it, which I really loved, and it had Andre 3000, and a really old movie from back in the 90s called Rockstar, where he, um, it's like the story of Journey, like they got rid of their lead singer, and he was a nobody, and they picked him up, and he became the lead singer of this band called Steel Dragon. Great fucking movie. Steel Dragon. (laughs) Great fucking movie. That fucking movie was great. You seen it? Fuck yeah, I've seen that movie. Remember getting the fight in the parking lot over like the authenticity of yes. the colors of the leather jacket? They yes. start pushing each other around all fucking crazy. Yes, it's like, he never wore that on the whatever tour. And then they start fucking fighting each other in leather pants. Which yeah. Is... Oh, yeah, that's a great movie. I love that one. And um, I started thinking about that and, and then I started doing some research and I started looking like, who are the highest, highest paid actors? So, Mark Wahlberg is the highest paid actor. I can add two movies to his list, by the way. Oh, please. One. Uh-huh. The Fighter. Never saw it. Yeah, it's a boxing movie. Although, I will say, technically, if I had to think who played a better role in it, um, Christopher fucking Batman. Christopher Reeves? No. That's Superman. <laughs> God. Nolan? That's not his name. Nolan? Yeah. From Batman? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. He's actually in the movie. What's his last name, Nolan? I feel like that's the director. Yeah, that is the director. No, fucking the dude who played Batman. I know you're talking about. Yeah, anyway, he actually probably plays a better role in the movie. So he kind of makes it. And Boogie Nights. Oh shit! Because he is Boogie Nights is a legitimate movie, and Bob Wahlberg is kind of bitched out in the movie a lot. Like he's not, he's not like the Superman masculine dude until the end when he drops the fake dick. What's fake, by the way? Fake dick. It's fake dick. (laughs) Stunt dick. Stunt dick. Exactly. So yeah, it wasn't even his own dick. Point of case. Anyway, go on. Just needed a contribution there. Boogie Nights. God damn, I forgot about that. Fuck. Um, so I started looking at like who the highest paid actors are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is the highest one at sixty eight million per fucking movie, which is the highest. The highest. Damn. He's the highest. Like, it, it, even if I made my own movie, I wouldn't even think to put Mark Wahlberg in it. Like he's he's. We play. Why would you want Mark Wahlberg? You wouldn't. Okay. You fucking wouldn't. So number two is The Rock. At he gets 60- paid more than The Rock. 
No, The Rock is number two. That's yeah, what I'm he, saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, he gets paid more than The Rock. $65 million per movie The Rock gets. Oh, jeez. Below that is Vin Diesel at $54.5 million. Then Adam Sandler, which is mind-boggling to me because I haven't seen a good Adam Sandler movie since, like, fucking... Shit. Like, Click? Click was good. 50 you know what? He's, he's, uh, actually, Fifty First State was before, after, before. I think that was like the year before. I think that was like 2005, yeah, 2006 yeah. was Click. He's actually been, he's like on a hiatus on Netflix right now. He's kicked out like four movies. I've seen like one or two of them. Never seen them. I see I see them on my like, you might like this. And then I just click over them like, I surely will not. You know, the first Grand Ups was actually pretty decent. The second one is No, nice. they're, the, they're both fucking cheesy, man. God damn. Of course they're cheesy. <laughs> And then after that, get get this, Jackie fucking Chan. He gets forty three million dollars a movie. Fuck yeah, man! Have you seen what that man has done to his body? Yes, but <laughs> have you seen his any movie with Jackie Chan in, in the last like I don't know five years? Five years? Well, maybe that's from his last movie. When was his last? Do we actually see probably Rush Hour three? I'm I'm assuming. No, I'm assuming Forbidden Kingdom came out after that. That was actually. Badass fucking or American Kung Fu movie. Probably, probably Karate Kid. Which, you know what, man? Alright. I had a problem with that movie, to begin with. Oh, no. The first place. You did? First of all... <laughs> Jesus Christ. They could have easily said the Kung Fu Kid. Because guess what he's learning in that movie? Kung Fu. Kung Fu. <laughs> There's like a <laughs> ten second scene where he's standing in front of the TV, like, trying to do karate, Semantics. and like, Jackie Chan walks Semantics. in, and he's like, the fuck are you doing? But that's like the only, I, I don't know. Like, I get it. Yeah, sure, Smith, but it's literally an entire different fighting style. Like, I, I, karate practitioners are like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> so you're, you're really... <laughs> taking our glitch. So I hated it. I did not like that. That that really irked me. Jesus. And not once did somebody say, sweep the leg, Johnny. This is also true. Also true. But I was watching the end of that movie the other day. I don't lie. I have this fucking weakness for like weird sports movies for the most part. Like somehow <laughs> Rocky that tends to be... and crazy. Yeah. Again. Like there's this moment little kids are like, if I don't go out there, I'll still be scared forever. Like, oh, fucking go kick his ass, little Jaden Smith. <laughs> Dude, it brought tears to the eyes, yeah, man. man. And I'm like, God damn it, they got me. <laughs> I do kind of like this movie, but I'm still pissed off about that point. Maybe in the sequel, he learns karate. I don't care if he never uses it. Just like, <laughs> you gotta space him. I don't know. You're it's just like geometry. Like, you, you gotta learn it. You'll never it, fucking yeah, use it. It's like a backhanded compliment. Like, yeah, we're gonna call it this movie, but we're not gonna use that because it sucks. <laughs> I'm like, damn, dude, that's kind of fucked up. Like, I get you on you want the, the audience, but come on. Couldn't you just like allude to it being a, I don't know. That always got to me. But that didn't happen the other day, and I'm, I will admit it. Okay, all right. Cheered me up. Some Somebody, uh, a comedian a long time ago, he was talking about Jackie Chan. He said that, you know, isn't it weird that Jackie Chan, like, he's like the master of martial arts. But in every movie, he's like, no, 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 I do not want trouble. I want no trouble. But and then he kicks people's ass and, like, breaks their fucking neck. Yeah, it's the Jackie <laughs> Chan character. Like, he, he came in as, like, a whole opposite of, like, the Bruce Lee archetype of, like, Kung Fu Master, where you're constantly, yeah. like, in the confidence. He's, like, the hapless sort of, but still... I don't know, like, he, he's a very unique character and kind of created the yeah. entire genre and, like, the Kung Fu market. He's fucking huge. And think about internationally, the guy's fucking giant. There's a reason yeah. he makes that movie. Like, he's, he's really fucking big here. But yeah. he's fucking giant elsewhere. Yeah. Motherfucker had a cartoon show called, like, The Jackie... Something Jackie Chan Show. Like, it wasn't even an original <laughs> title. It was like, he was playing Jackie Chan in the, in the TV show. His old movies, I, I love them. Like, Who Am oh, I? Oh, fuck yes. 
Why Rumble the Bronx Project A? Yes. Fucking uh, Operation Condor. Is that the one? I think that's the one where like he holds the record for the most times attempting the stunt before he gets it done right. And Didn't it's he like break the, his leg too, dude. He fucked himself up hard. Like there's one thing where he's trying to make a giant crate jump and he just keeps smacking on the side of the fucking crate. There's another one where he falls down and, like almost breaks his neck through a whole bunch of shit. Oh, they fuck. show it all at the end. I think it's at the end of Operation Condor. They actually have like a, a compilation of all the times he fucked up. I think they do that for every. They do that for a lot of his fucking yeah. movies. Rumble the Bronx did it too. I know that. I know Rush Hour did it too. Like they show like. Oh yeah, you know you're right. I think they do do that for most of them. Um. Well, back to us. Yeah, going back. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Jackie Chan. Um, Dick Sutton over here. Yes, it was. Um, Which I would do. Jackie, get a hold of me. Jesus. <laughs> a little bit of money, though. Just a little bit. You got his Instagram. You, you know. It's, it's, only, it's only fair. Call me. Um, so, uh, after Jackie Chan, I, I started looking. I was like, okay, I see all these men on there. And I was like, what's the first woman on there? The first woman is number fucking 12. Who is it? Emma Stone. Uh, for twenty six million. Emma Stone. Emma Stone, and she made La La Land, dude. Never watched it, and on principle, I'm not going to. You need to. It really. Do I? It's it's amazing. Do I ama- though? Yeah. It's, it's like saying, movie. "Hey, Ryan Gosling's that movie," but guess what other movie he's in? <laughs> Drive. Yeah. Way and better movie. I'm Dri- sure. Drive was good. Uh, this one's a little bit more artsy and more kind of like romantic and stuff like that. But it's a, it's a really good movie. I liked it. You know, you should have said that part first. No, no, but (laughs) I I liked it, but I did not like the ending. For those of you who have not seen it, cover your ears now. Emma Stone does not end up with uh, Ryan Gosling. She ends up with... Cuts his dick off. No. He cuts his dick off. It would have been far more interesting. He he holds it it out and has cut it off. It would have won the Academy Award had it done that. Didn't it? No. Good. It didn't... uh, Remember the whole controversy? Like, oh, Moonlight won. Moonlight's the one that... Anyway... Um, she doesn't end up with Ryan Gosling at the end of the movie. She ends up with uh, the guy from That Thing You Do, the drummer. Shades. She ends up with that dude. <laughs> what? Okay, go on. She ends up with that dude. It, it's a, it's a, it's a complicated thing. Okay. Anyway, she got, uh, she won the, um, she won an Academy Award. An Academy Award. She's number fucking twelve, dude. Like that's fucking. She gets paid weird. more than like Meryl Streep. No, like... uh, yeah. Fucking Julia Roberts and shit? Yes! I mean, she's not... I always like that Miss Stone. More than them? Yeah. I'd be kind of pissed if I was there. <laughs> right? Right? What the fuck? I've been here like 20 years. And then I started thinking like, Emma Stone gets paid, what, 20, 26 million? Mark Wahlberg gets 68 million? And he makes dog shit movies? He, he seems like the kind of guy that would jerk off in the mirror to like Creed or like Nickelback just blasting in the background. Like <laughs> just, you know, just an asshole. Just like he's Hollywood's biggest bro. Didn't you know that that's the secret sauce in the Wahlburgers? Oh, fuck. God. You're going to ruin cheeseburgers for me, man. God damn it. Hey, they should have never gotten into the industry. Oh, shit. But I just, I really, I have a problem with that because I just, I think Emma Stone is a just better actor better. than he is. Far better. <laughs> Meryl Streep, any of those women that are past Emma Stone. Pretty much everyone we've talked about so yes. far I put better than him. Yes. <laughs> like, like if anything, The Rock should be number one. The Rock, hands down. sense because he does the same things but better because he's also tall and muscular. And muscular. Actually has some acting chops. In his and stuck muscles. And accent. Muscles glisten in the... In I actually saw a list the 20 worst rock movies. I'm like, I didn't realize there were 20 fucking movies. And I think <laughs> it kind of, that was the point that there were 20 but they ranked him like, damn, that's a lot. 
I know Central Intelligence is on there, probably. It's probably, I think it's like number two. I think they said the first one was like the very, f- I think his first appearance is the Scorpion King, not the Scorpion oh, King Oh, God, that was bad. The Scorpion King movie was bad. Actually, his first The movie, CGI you know Scorpion King? Yeah, that was bad, too. I don't remember what they said the first one was. All I remember is feeling kind of weird after I read it. It's like, huh, so Tooth Fairy is a bad movie, huh? Right oh, back. get the fuck out of here, Well, okay, bro. in thinking of all of it, was it really that much worse than it could have been? Yeah, I guess. I, it, I don't know, I just was like, shit, that one was actually okay. That was that was when The Rock was kind of like was heading young. towards like being like Eddie Murphy, oh, making kids movies the rundown. I fucking love that, that one. That one I put as number one. I'm not sure if it was one on theirs. It was on the top three, but that one was fucking get great. Get the fuck out of here. I love that movie. That movie's great. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite rock movies. Yeah, that was fucking good. It shows a good range. He gets his ass kicked in the first like yeah. five minutes after he kicks some ass. It's mm-hmm. nice and balanced. <laughs> so uh, that that just fucking really bothered me, and it, and it, it, it just it was just like uh, like he does not deserve it. He does not fucking deserve. It. And if you even watch the Wahlburgers, he's such a dick. He's such a fucking asshole. He's like too cool for school. He's like yeah yeah you know we're gonna open a Wahlburgers in Dubai and like. Why the fuck would you do that? They're gonna look at this like, what the fuck is this? Like, why the fuck are you giving a? Oh, Wait, back up a second. You watched the Wahlburgers? Yes, I have. Not because of Mark Wahlberg, but because Donnie. Because <laughs> Don, that's my boy right I'm there. I'm cool, Donnie. Little flab. He's like, hey, I'm here. Donnie What's is up? the shit, Donnie's man. Cool. I like Donnie. Donnie. Donnie's the type of dude that will wear a man romper. And rock that <laughs> motherfucker. He will rock that. Did mo- he do that? I saw him in concert. Wear a man romper. Wow, I like it. And it was amazing. It was white, and it was after Labor Day, so <laughs> double amazing. Does does not give one single fuck. Huh. So uh, let's do something about Mark Wahlberg here. What could we do? Um, we could just start do a what? some sort of campaign. What kind of campaign? Could we start? <laughs> let's start a false information campaign. Didn't they do? Didn't they do that with like? Uh, they started a GoFundMe for Nickelback to never make music ever again. Where is this GoFundMe? I, I think it I think it's done now, but they wanted like two million dollars to give to Nickelback to never make another album ever That's again. That's too much. Too much. <laughs> and Twenty bucks, huh. uh, a coupon of Blockbuster, <laughs> kicking the ass. You did your thing. You showed up. You did it. That's it. Fuck Songs exist. Here. Sure. Maybe some of those are first. Let's get let's go away now. Because <laughs> all you're doing is building the hate. Well, we could do a Hunter S. Thompson style and start saying he has an eyeball game problem. Oh. Yeah, during uh, the night was I believe the nineteen sixty eight presidential campaign, Hunter S. Thompson was reporting on the presidential election for Rolling Stone magazine. And oh, I, the name is eluding me right now. But Blitzed there, out of his mind, I'm assuming. Well, there was a Republican candidate which he had a particular problem with, and so what he did was he started putting in his stories that this dude uh, had been found out to have had a connection to a Brazilian shaman who was pumping him full of Bible games. <laughs> And it was making him move, lose his fucking mind in that <laughs> He was breaking down, having these nervous breakdowns. It was basically hooked up to a vial the whole time. And All not true, I'm assuming. So they ask him about this later in an interview. They're like, on TV, he's like, so did you have anything to do with the whole country? He's like, well, you know, there was a rumor going around that, you know, he had an idol game problem. <laughs> I happened to start that rumor. Oh my god! <laughs> so he basically. Oh my god! And the thing is, this dude <laughs> ended up having a nervous breakdown because of all the shit that was oh, getting reported shit. about him, and like all the questions he was getting able to answer. And he actually had like breakdowns on stage and dropped out of the race. So it was like Ted Cruz, like with the whole like his father being the Zodiac killer. Kind of, but like that'd be like if he went up to talk about it and then just had like a meltdown on stage. Oh That's my what happened. God. This dude. He pushed out a presidential candidate. Amazing. And what's hilarious 
is nobody knew what ibogaine was. It turns out that wouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's this wow. other weird drug that makes you like super introspective, like actually like heroin addicts and opioids. Uh-huh. They go to take it. It like, scares the shit out of you. It doesn't make you like fucking high and shit. But you just made this memory and everyone was like, I became that And they just terrible. fucking went with it. Exactly. Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail was the name of that series. Mother of God. I can't tell. He's one of my favorite authors. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> Clearly. 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 Um, so maybe we should do that. I think so. Maybe mm. maybe that's... Get back to with your ideas. What could we do to Mark Wahlberg? Or what kind of campaign could we start yes. to make him go away? Put in the comments. Uh, send us a direct message on Instagram or something. Let mm. us know. What do we do about Mark Wahlberg? Hashtag Operation Boogie Down. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, my next topic is Jason Momoa, the guy who played Aquaman. He uh, he was in the he was gonna be in the new remake of The Crow, and he had to bow out because of creative differences. Who he was gonna be the Crow? He was gonna be what's his fucking name? The one that got killed. God damn it. Oh, yeah, Brandon Lee? Yes. Yeah, he, so he was he gonna, was he's the, gonna be the dude who plays the crow. Yes, yes. By the way, did you know that there were three crows? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, there were two other ones. Somehow the second one, I always forget the third one's fucking weird. Yeah, obviously, Brandon Lee's not in them, but yeah. the, the character of like the crow coming back to take over, it's kind of like the same idea. It's usually like a crime boss involved. Yeah. Kirsten Dunst was in the third one, and, oh. Ig- and Iggy Pop. Probably that's didn't why make I didn't it watch it. It didn't make it better. No, no. But, yeah, there it is. Point case, so there were two. But creative differences with who? Director, apparently. The fuck kind of creative... What What sort of creative influence did the, does the actor have? That's what I was wondering. Because I was just like, isn't the director just, just supposed to say, stand here, say your fucking lines, dude. And like, I don't need your fucking input on this Aquaman. Just See, fucking... now I'm wondering, what kind of direction are they going? Like, if they're just gonna follow the Crow formula, like, there's not much to it. Like, yeah, yeah. you're the dude who dies, you come back, you get a little emo point, you kill people. Mm-hmm. It's basically unless like some well, what if like somehow this director's trying to make shit crazy and this dude's like, no man, the crow's like my favorite fucking movie. You're fucking this goddamn thing up, and I refuse to be fucking. He's a purist, do you think? Maybe? Possibly, but again, you missed your boat like fucking twenty years ago when they made the sequel. Yeah, I think at this point it's like it's it's what it is. Yeah, if anything, maybe uh, see, I don't know if I want this movie to do good or bad. Because if it goes bad enough, makes people appreciate the first more. But if it goes good enough, maybe they go back and watch the first. Yes. Because Brandon, that movie was fucking great. I love the fuck out of that movie. Um, yeah, I, I just hope they get to make it. I, and, you know, I don't care who they get to play. It better be an, uh, what is it, In Marindum, whatever, one of those In Loving Memories. That better be of Brandon Lee. It's the entire reason that movie took off. Okay, <laughs> great movie, but. Yeah. Also, fucking sad goddamn story. Oh, yeah. Really sad. Um, like, had he been alive, he'd probably be our fucking Jackie Chan $40 million movie dude right now. God, Lord Ooh, willing. Did we just uncover a conspiracy? Dan, Dan, Did Dan. Jackie Chan kill Brandon Lee? <laughs> Get back, back to us. Yeah. Hashtag. Not a blank. God. <laughs> not shooting blanks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know he made a little mu- movies before a, that too? A little much, by the way. Did you know it was a little bit much? The yeah. movie he made right before The Crow. What was that? Look it up. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> Go on. Good lord. Go on. <laughs> Our apologies to to his family and friends. <laughs> oh, it's not the first people. time it's happened. That was like the second time. Remember? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen uh, pictures of what Johnny Depp looks like lately? 
No, is he... He, uh, apparently fans are very worried about him because he looks like he has fucking cancer. Didn't he kind of always look like he had cancer? Even worse, so Look, this is a picture. Whoa! He yeah. looks like he's going through chemo, doesn't he? Uh, that or he is gradually regrafting his facial structure in order to play a character. That's pretty drastic, though. That's yeah, pretty... well, he's a goddamn drastic person. I mean, he's... He no, does not look good. He's not no fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. He's fucking... He, he's Jack Sparrow, man. He's a... Like, and, oh, my God. And just looking at that picture... That hat was appropriate. It was. It, it was. really was. Um, but apparently he's losing weight purposefully. He won't say why, but he's losing weight purposefully. And he says, oh, I, I'm completely healthy. That does not look healthy. What if he's... Pl- what if he's trying to play a fucking weird... What if he's trying to be the Slender Man? The new Slender Man. Oh, God. Fuck. I don't think I could look at him the same way. Yeah, well. <laughs> but um, I blame that fucking whore that he married, the 20-something-year-old, uh, Amber Heard. The one that tried to take all of his money and shit. You, yeah. you remember that shit? What if this is an elaborate plot? To pretend to die, disappear on one of his little islands, and just live out his life as a different person. Like, the conspiracy theory of Tupac and shit? Like, Something like that. (laughs) He will start releasing prophetic raps that are prophetic in reverse. Okay, anyway. (laughs) Tupac, Ohio. 43rd Street, an orchard. Check that shit. (laughs) Um... So I read online the other day that Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Lando Calrissian, wants to play Willy Wonka. Fucking do it! I, <laughs> I am on board. I endorse the shit out of this. Yes. I am on fucking board for this because they should honestly use his This Is America video as his audition tape. Because we already know it's he can sing. Bad. He's yeah, literally dancing throughout that dancing entire movie. Dancing his ass off. That entire fucking video, rather. And it, it's, it's brilliant. And I think he Dude, would I'd watch be... the shit out of that. Yeah. And apparently, I, I didn't know this, but Willy Wonka initially was a, a black character. So it kind of brings back the whole... Is that why we got fucking... Shit, 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 Gene shit. Wilder? Gene Wilder. Yeah. Does have some kinky hair. <laughs> God. He is a pretty he's a pretty black white he's a pretty black white man and you know this. <laughs> you seen Blazing Saddles, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> what about let's go to jail? Was that what's called the one you do with Richard Pryor where they go to jail? Was that called Let's Go to Jail or was that some newer one? Oh shit. No, that's a that's a newer movie. Okay. Well, that um, one was awesome. I know what you're talking yeah. about though. Um I can't think of the movie off the top of my head. Interesting. Let us know. Let yeah. us know which one uh, what movie that is. Hashtag uh, Rock the Kink. <laughs> no, um, but okay. I would watch the shit out of it. He'd play a great really fucking Wonka. Better yeah. than Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp did kind of creepily. Johnny Depp really killed. They did a killed dark him. movie, kind of. They did darker than it needed to be. Uh, Not like actually, but just like the vibes. I don't get the fucking vibes. It just like it, you went in expecting a Gene Wilder kind of kind of film, like you know that happy and like oh this is such a great thing and you know it's gonna be funny and stuff and then you just go in there and it's like what in the actual fuck am I watching like mind you this brings up this point that's 
flashed in my head right now. Oh. So in the first one, there yeah. is one segment. It's actually fucking dark. Do you remember when they get in the canoe and like they're going down yes, the river? That and then part like, scares the shit out of me. There's some actual freaky, weird shit going on that they never revisit again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, okay. if I remember correctly, and I think I forgot to mention this, was it Deadpool 2 where there's a similar fucking scene? Or was it another movie we've discussed recently? Because I remember thinking about it one of the times I left in the last few episodes. That shit, I forgot to mention that was a great scene. Deadpool. It, it was Deadpool. There was the, the allusion to Willy Wonka. That yes. was, again, there was just yeah. so many references in that movie. Bad part. I was like, fuck yes, I remember that scene. Because yeah, every kid, that like that, that little part, like you'd almost want to go back and rewind it. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, because you're like <laughs> having an acid trip, kind of. Yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. There's like see flies on meat and like a, yeah, slugworth, like a yeah. fucking eye thing going on. It, that part always freaked me out because it was just so like off the beaten path. Yeah, and completely different than the rest of the movie. And mind you, actually... Well, no, at the end of the movie, you find out they're all fine. But you kind of yeah. get the illusion, like, these Oompa might be eating these people. Yeah. And later you figure out they're all fine. That's good. But bringing the background to the original point, Don Glover played a great fucking Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. He would. Great fucking Wonka. Just, can we find enough uh, uh, small people or little people to be Oompa Loompas again? Hell yeah, because they're probably pissed because the last time they made the fucking movie, you know what they did? <laughs> they, they used actual people? No. <laughs> like, no, no. People. Here's the thing. Like, okay. There's people who get pissed off that, like, they've been doing this, they, there's people who get pissed off, like, oh, you're exploiting these people. No. You know what's exploiting? Like, okay, maybe I guess you, I can see where you're coming from, but there are these roles that can be filled by these actors who have this physical requirement. Mm-hmm. And that whole attitude, like, well, you shouldn't do that, you're exploiting them. What that leads to is what happened when they did the Johnny Depp remake. Yeah. What they did was they used a digital rendering of one person... To make thousands of these things. And oh. sure, those people calling saying like, yeah, okay, you know, that's good, you're not explaining people. Well, guess what? All those actors who would have got that job didn't. And they were fucking pissed about it. Because you're like, what the fuck? You're taking away, this is literally <laughs> our niche character we can fill and you're yeah. not even giving us that opportunity. Like, that's so much worse. This goes back probably into that whole constant theme we've been exploring throughout our recent episodes. Of like, <laughs> how that, you know, hey, fucking culture can... Or, uh, the fucking white man keeps us down, man. <laughs> the whole Fuck out, the white the man. The whole outrage culture can actually lead to some very opposite negative effects. Than yes, people yes. Play. But no. yeah, so hopefully, I would really hope they actually go with real actors. They don't do that stupid digital rendering. Because again, there's actually people who would love that job. And you know there's going to be people fucking like, oh my god, you use extra little people. You're, you know, it. Again, they prefer, guess what? They want the job. Yeah. There's a comedian <laughs> that talks about that. He's like, you're telling me that you couldn't find little people for Lord of the Rings? And it's like, you had to use actual people and shrink them down digitally, and it's like, that's our fucking jobs, man. Mexicans aren't stealing jobs, they fucking are. Do you know, do you know what else uh, a lot of little people actors hate? Uh, Peter, Peter... Fucking, Dinklage? Yeah. They hate that guy. Really? Because he takes all the goddamn roles. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy, He's a good-looking guy and a good actor. <laughs> but, like, he, he kind of have, like, under the breath, like, fuck that. <laughs> he's like fuck Peter he, he like takes the rules and like everyone else like fuck I want to do that yeah yeah, but, yeah anyway <laughs> so, but yes I approve of this I push for this anybody has any pushback is saying like you shouldn't blame Willy Wonka because he was originally an English but fuck off shut up shut up right goddamn now no. <laughs> let this happen Donald Glover can literally do anything right now anything right now you know what actually I remember when I first heard about the solo movie yeah. I actually think when I first heard, because I think they were reporting on who's going to be Han and who's going to be Kel. Yeah. Uh, Kel Rizin. I think I originally had it in my head that Don Clever was going to be Solo. Yeah. And I thought that was a good idea. Back fucking then. And they uh, they actually had a campaign before uh, 
this Spider-Man here, they they had a campaign to make Donald Glover Spider-Man. That would have been fucking great. Yeah. So this, I know don't, make don't, me, don't make me get... No, we're not going to talk about that. No, we're, that I'm going to write that down yeah. for next episode because yeah. Spider-Man, I know <laughs> you hate Spider-Man. And Fuck then, Tom Holland. <laughs> God, poor guy. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about uh, is the Joker. It was just announced this week that the Joker gets his own movie. Fucking uh, Jared Leto. And this is based on 10 minutes that you saw him in fucking Suicide Squad, man. Like... A, a, I'll give it a C. I'll give it a C rating for for Suicide Squad, and you're gonna give him a whole fucking movie based upon that like ten minutes, and he looks like a fucking cholo, man. He looks like <laughs> he looks like a fucking um, he he looks like fucking Mr. T, but like skinnier and obviously. Not black, but, you know... <laughs> Trying to bring in the cholo heroin sheet crowd. I guess so, but what, huh. what are your feelings on that? Well, see, I know off the bat, there were more than ten. Like, originally he was supposed to be a bigger part. There were more scenes, and they just cut the shit out of all that. Yeah. Probably for good reason. I don't know. Okay, so he had an interesting t- take on the Joker, which... If you want to look, it's kind of classic. Like, it's a pretty maniacal, sort of, you know, recklessly violent character. With, you know, some slight emotional attachment. But, I don't know. If I get a Joker solo movie, I don't think I want just just that interpretation. I think, well, obviously we can't make this movie now because it's dead. But, like, had Heath Ledger been around, I could have easily seen him going back and making an origin story yeah. far how he became the Joker he played in The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. And that'd be a fucking crazy dramatic roller coaster of a oh ride. My that'd God. be fucking great. But this, like, I think we already know exactly what it's gonna be. Yeah. I think, I honestly think that they needed to make a Batman versus Joker movie before they made a standalone Joker movie. Like, I think we yeah, needed to see another that. Another example, DC just fucking jumping the goddamn gun. Yeah, they don't listen. They don't fucking listen to their fans. They're, they're, because people like us are saying like, no, you need to you need to do a little bit more with the Joker before you can have a full fledged movie. Because we're going into this raw, and we're just kind of like going into this like, okay, I have really no idea what to expect. Like he could play it like he played in Suicide Squad, or he could play a completely different Joker and ruin the whole fucking thing. And, and you know, DC is just like, fuck you, we're gonna do whatever we want. And I, I honestly think that they need to think about this and really really research this character and think about maybe Jared Leto doesn't play the Joker again maybe they do a Batman uh, and Joker movie again you know obviously it's not going to live up to Heath Ledger's um, uh, The Dark Knight but at least you know give us something give us something to kind of like chew on before you go there yeah because again just based off like I I don't get the hype going into it no. I, I don't... It would have been better if you would have nixed him entirely from that movie and then go about, like, a pure Roger. I don't know. It's just fucking DC's a goddamn mess with this shit. <clears throat> so that one, eh. Not looking forward no, to it unless no. something drastic happens. Yeah. Unless you have, like, pretty dra- drastic, like, cameos and um, storylines and stuff like that. I mean, if you have something that really gets my attention other than just Jared Leto as a Joker... I don't know what exactly, but you know, I think if you if you don't have something that really captures people's attention, this movie's gonna flop. You know what else I realized? 
I'm not on the Jared Leto hype train. Are you? No? Yeah, like, you know what? I actually, I had a real dilemma this morning. Did you now? I did. So, after waking up, after passing out an awkward time and angry with all the lights on, decided, <laughs> okay, we'll watch something to go to bed. We'll watch a movie, you know, reset so I can go back to bed. <clears throat> I was looking through my Netflix feed. Oh, oh. First, I'll talk about this, and then I'll get into what I want to talk about this week. Okay, okay. So, script the struggle I had finding something. I went up on this movie screen. Numerous. Uh, I'm looking at two movies. One is A Message from the King, which with, um, I his fucking name, Black Panther actor. Chadwick Boseman. There you go. He's the main character in that one. Hmm. And then there's this other movie, uh, The Outsider, which is about Jared Leto basically becoming part of the Yakuza. Which is actually a sweet sounding storyline. It's a newer movie. I was about ready to click it. And then his face came on the screen. Oh. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's go watch the message from the king. You know what? I'm happy I made that decision. Message from the King is a badass fucking action revenge movie. It's fucking great. Oh, is he is he too pretty? Is that what it is? He's not pretty. He's not pretty. He's like alien looking. Uh, I like him. Yeah, he does have that sunken in face. Kind of reminds me of the kid from Nip Tuck. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah. Remember Which the little one? alien kid? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Kind of reminds me of him and I don't like it. Because okay. I don't like that kid. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I like it. So I don't know. Just I, I think I have some bias against Jared Leto. Yeah. I do. I, I love him in 30 Seconds to Mars, and I think that's where he needs to stay, honestly, because... It's always about to watch the videos. He's got a beautiful voice, but he's Steve. kind of a dog shit actor. Kind of a dog shit actor. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly can think of um, one movie that he was in, and he wasn't a main character, but he was, he was in Fight Club. And that's the... That's yeah, the, guess what? He gets the shit kicked out of him yes, in that movie. I yeah. enjoyed that. <laughs> he, he was in Fight Club. He's a fucking copy boy. A little blonde head copy boy. Mm-hmm. He gets the shit kicked out of him. And that's the only part... That, that's the only movie that I really liked him in. And he's Mine not too. even a main character. <laughs> he's like, I don't even think he had a fucking name in that fucking... I don't think he did. <laughs> I think that he's referred to him as like kid or something. Yeah, so, you know, I, I just think that he needs to stick with uh, music, honestly. Or start getting his ass kicked more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, what I just alluded to there with, okay, this is what led up. So, I, I told you this morning I had to make that choice between those two movies. Yes. Prior to that, I spent about 20 minutes trying to look for something I could watch in like a two-hour span, right? Okay. I see all these great-looking titles, great-looking documentaries... And every time I go over it, I see season one, or part one, or four episodes, or basically something that's not going to be done in two hours. Something that's going to require <laughs> multiple hours of investment in me just to find out what the fuck happened. Yeah. There's a tech. I watched Evil Genius. There's that. It's uh, one of the newer releases on Netflix. It's about this case, which was actually really famous at the time. It happened like 2002. You might remember it. Do you remember the dude who robbed a bank? And he was, there was a standoff outside, and he had this bomb call around his neck, and he's like, there's this bomb around my neck, it's gonna go off, and the cops are sitting there, and then just, boom, it goes off. Talk about Swordfish? Is that the movie? No, no, this happened. Oh, this actually This happened. actually happened, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this happened about 2002. I remember when it first happened, like, it was fucking weird, because nobody knew what the hell happened, why he had the collar on, obviously he died. Mm-hmm. And there's this documentary about it. They break it up into four parts. Now, originally... Looking at the times, they're about an hour long. 
four episodes. I was thinking, well, there's four things here, four evil genius, four stories. No. This is almost like a three and a half, four hour telling Shit. of one thing. God damn. And like, I get that. Okay, you can go into so much more detail that way, or at least, but this is a fucking trend that I'm noticing, and I'm not liking it. Like, they're starting, it used to be that when you started making these Netflix series, like, oh shit, you make like an original series. We're going to delve into this long format movie. Yeah. But now it's like everything is coming out in episodes. And even when it isn't necessary, even when it's like two parts or three or yeah. four parts or 12 parts, they're coming out episodically, even if you release the whole thing at once. And I'm like, why the fuck are we doing this? Like, there's, there's things I'm not watching. Because it's going to take me six hours to watch it. I'm like, honestly, I'm not that curious. I'm two hours curious. I'm not six hours curious. Like making a murderer. They could have condensed that down to like two hours. Yeah. Or, uh, what is it? American Vandal. Yeah. I like that. It's a nice little funny mockumentary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Didn't need to be as long as it was. Yeah. Like, there's just, I, don't, I think this is a trend of, you know, it's like everything is coming out this way. And I get it. It gives you a little bit more to watch, more time. But I'm like, I, it's actually a turnoff at some point when everything, when all you want to do is like, I just want to watch a movie or I want to watch a documentary. I don't want to watch four different documentaries just to find out what the fuck happened in the first. Right, right. It's like, I don't <laughs> know. It's, it's, and as I said, I was looking through all these things and I realized like there are so many things that are, especially when it comes to documentaries. Documentaries used to be like a boom, one shot thing. Boom, here you go. This is about this, boom. Again, almost all of them coming out now, especially on Netflix, are all like, well, the ones on Netflix rather, are they're all like broken out into episodes and parts and shit. And I'm like, and then, Things like on the History Channel, like if you ever watch previous stuff, they'll talk about this thing. Like, okay, we're going to hunt for this Hitler, we're going to hunt for this mystery, but it's going to take a whole season to do. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, you know the goddamn answer. Tell me in one sitting. Like, I don't know what the fuck that's about. Because even because yeah. on TV it makes sense because you can stretch it out and you can release things and keep people's attention. Yeah. But on a streaming platform, you're going to release all the parts anyway. Why not just make it shorter? It's less, it's less expensive. Yeah. I don't know. Like sometimes they drag. I just it's something I'm noticing, and it is definitely a trend. Two years ago, not the case. Yeah, you would just get one big ass movie. Yeah, one big movie, ass one that's it. And it's like, yeah, but oh, cool, new series. Now it's like everything's a fucking series. I'm wondering if it's, it's like is Netflix kind of panicking a little bit? Like we need to fill content, fill content, fill content to yeah. make sure people are busy because we're constantly having to do it. So if we make things longer, it'll slow down a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, but. And I'm like, that's again, a, that's I'm, definitely something to, to watch for because yeah, keep your eyes when you go through your next list. See how many things are actually episodic as opposed to a single release format. And you're gonna be fucking surprised. Yeah, um, I like to call this phenomenon episodification. Fuck it, <laughs> fuck think, it, fuck it, fuck it. I think that's what we're gonna call this podcast. I like this, it. This, I love it. Um, Mind you, we're releasing an episodic format, media form. But fuck you, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Listen. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, now to get into some news. Some news. Um, I wanted to start a new segment on our podcast called The Idiot or The Moron of the Week. Ooh. I like Moron of the Week. What do you think? Yeah, it's it flows smooth. I mean, you have to hit the continent harder. It slows down, it slows down the flow a little. Got it. Like it uh, yeah. So Moron of the Week. Usually it's designated for fucking Cheeto in the White House. Um as like a deep ball toward this it's, point. Yeah, especially because of what he fucking did at the G7 summit. He just Did you see that picture where he's just like sitting there like a fucking toddler with his arms crossed and like all these world leaders are like around him like, what the fuck, man? Like, oh God, what an embarrassment. Um, but this week's moron of the week goes to the fucking dipshit who stole a fucking mini tank out of a military base. Armored personnel carrier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he led police on a 60 fucking mile chase. 
Where the at fuck like are you going? 40 miles an hour. Where the fuck are you going? And then at 40 miles an hour, do you think you're going to get away? Like, what happens when you get to where you think you're fucking going? Are you going to get out of the tank peacefully and then run into the woods? You know, no. that, that was mile 5 through 40 for him. He was just a bear. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? I going to give up? <laughs> I don't think he thought about that at all. No, not until after you started going. At that point, I was like, shit, now what do I do? He's like, I'm in it now. Fuck it. Yeah, it's like, maybe we'll stop pursuing after a while. Nope. God damn. That reminds me, it reminds me of that time back in the, the early 90s. A dude stole, like, a legitimate tank. Like, a full-scale tank oh, in, in L.A. You remember this one? The dude in the yeah. boxers? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he just goes, but he like starts tearing through shit and like running over media, running over things, and cars, and like, yeah, running over cars and everything. The cops are like, "Fuck, are we doing?" And they're just like following him around. At one yeah. point, he ends up getting stuck. Dude gets up on the tank, opens the thing, pops a cap, and he ends up killing the dude. So we actually never figured out the dude's motivation. This guy got away. Cops were much nicer in this case, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. that one they ain't gonna fuck them. But <clears throat> it reminds me of that very much. So another National Guardsman. Yeah. That was the first dude. This guy was also a National Guardsman. Really? She got one. Who the fuck was the dude at the gate not doing his job? Yeah, who was the motherfucker <laughs> not watching? Who was not the watching the tanks? tanks? Yeah. God damn. Or maybe he was tasked with watching the tanks and he's like, you know what? Fuck this place. <laughs> fuck everyone. That's possible, man. It's very possible. <laughs> God. Um, did you see this in the news? There was a um, there was an obituary that made national fucking news. <laughs> Uh, this but, woman in Minnesota passed away, and her children, her surviving children, hated, hated this bitch, <laughs> and made an obituary to show how much they hated her. Oh yes, they, they said this. they said, "Oh, she abandoned her children," and they said, "And I quote: She will not be missed, and this world is better without her." <laughs> Holy Meanwhile, they fuck. put they put like a sweet picture of her too, like this old lady smiling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. It's like, if you really wanted to sell it, put a fucking, like, picture where she's, like, torturing a cat no, or see, something. I liked it, though, because, like, you, when you started reading, you didn't realize that's what was going on. And the first sentence doesn't necessarily lean onto the hate. It gets yeah. worse as it goes on. Yeah. So I like that. It's like you baited people into reading it, and then you can't look away, because you're like, wait, is this... Did that... What? <laughs> and I'm just like, is that really what it's saying? And you just get sucked in deeper. Like, I yeah. think that was perfect ploy. God damn, I thought that was beautiful. It was, but... <laughs> God damn, that's harsh. Yeah, you probably really got to fuck up to get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, it took it down really, but I, I, I just laughed. Yeah. I laughed my ass off at that. Like, that's all damn. you really can do. I mean, she's already dead. <laughs> she's already There's dead, nothing. exactly. <laughs> I just figured out what Sorry, me, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, the White House canceled the um, visit from the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, to the White House, um, <laughs> citing that not enough people were going to go. And to which I'm kind of thinking, like, wasn't the Super Bowl in February? Yeah, and... that's a goddamn good point. I didn't <laughs> thought about that until now. You're so, right. That was Super a long Bowl was time in ago. February. And... Why are we celebrating in June? Yeah. And so the... And and then now LeBron he went on he went on national television and said like I don't think anybody's gonna go there no matter who wins the series Golden State or um, the last like we got we got what an NHL team and like an NCAA fucking softball team zone yeah. who decided to actually go and then I think nobody paint- wants to go who the fuck why would you think <laughs> like when you're constantly insulting athletes and like de delegitimizing their platforms everything they do they're gonna want to show up yeah no one no one wants to go see a fucking 
asshole, you know, that's talking shit about them. No, no. one wants to go there and, like, kiss his ass and, like, say, Oh, hello, how are you? Fuck you, well, man. Well, see, here with the, uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles, though, is, like, he canceled it super close. And then he's like, but we're still going to have a celebration for the fans yes. who are Patriots. Oh, my God. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> You're going to host the fans of a team you're refusing to even let come? What? How does that even fucking work? They're there for the the reason that they were there. It's because that team yeah, won. won the Super Bowl. So what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then, to make fucking matters worse, he has his own little celebration with them, you know, by himself and all of his little minions and shit. He doesn't know the fucking words. He doesn't know the fucking words to um, uh, uh, God Bless America. Oh, the thing that he's pissed off about? That yes! Like, you know, exercising their... Yes, exercising their, their fucking rights. And Samuel L. Jackson went on Twitter and she's like, I, he's like, I want fucking proof that the motherfucker <laughs> demanding that everyone stand for the national anthem and shit can sing the fucking national anthem. Like, that's fucking true. He's no one ever really thought about that. Sam, send Samuel Jackson to the White House, just have him slap Trump. Like, just have him be oh there. Like, God. have him constantly be there. Whenever he's an asshole, just fucking slap him. Yes. Like, keep him in line. That should be your cheapest staff. Fucking Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, put, he pulled a full Ashley Simpson. He did. Because, you know, he just, like, he started the, the song, then he was, like, started mumbling, and then you just see him just go silent. And then all he needed to do was a little Irish jig, like, uh, you know, back into the back into the left behind the crowd and shit. That's all he needed to do. He pulled an Ashley Simpson. Like, it just, it boggles my fucking mind that people are still like, oh yeah, I totally think that you should stand for the national anthem. When the motherfucker who is demanding it can't even sing one fucking patriotic... St- oh, God. Oh. That, no. that... Like a slowly sinking submarine. Just like that one <laughs> rivet's popped and just like it's a little stream. But you know it's getting heavier. You know it's filling up and boom, there goes another one. Boom, there goes another one. We're all looking like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's already leaking. You ever seen National Lampoon? Which one? Uh, the one where they go to the Grand Canyon where he takes a rock out of the wall and Isn't then water that, comes out. Is that Vegas Vacation? Yeah, I think that's Vegas. I don't remember that part of that one. Yeah. I, like Vegas. I love Vegas Vacation. I remember that part. You remember when he's like, yeah, I got any damn bait? <laughs> no, they're at the, at the Hoover Dam. Yes, I do know. Yeah. It's, it's like that. He pulled a rock out. He's like, oh, shit. And then another one comes out, and another one comes out, and you're just like, oh, fuck. And then you just walk away. Walk away, man. Just <laughs> fucking walk away. But he's not doing it. He's walking away. It's just constantly like, stick my dick in that ant hill. Oh, stick it in this one. Fuck yours. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, just, uh, he's an idiot. It's just... I, I hate the fact that we have to talk about him every fucking week, but it is just, it's unavoidable. It's unavoidable at this point because he's such a fucking fuck up. And and it's not even like simple things. It, it's like huge things. I think he said something to the... Oogest. He said something to the Canadian Prime Minister. He's like, didn't you guys try to burn down the White House? And it's like, what the... Oh. oh, in eighteen twelve. Yeah, yeah, that's what that was. You know what? There's so much shit he says. I can't even keep up with it. But I heard, I heard the reference. I had yeah. no idea what it was in reference to. Because yeah. I was like, "Hey, Canada wasn't a country back then." You're right. It wasn't. It's was Britain. Yeah, and, and it, like that shit happened last week or something. Like, didn't you try to burn down the White House? Like it fucking happened last month. And like, oh yeah, it's a different White House too. Technically. <laughs> um, oh God, just uh, fucking idiot. Uh, 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 
But let's talk about somebody that we can be uh, fucking proud somebody of. Somebody who doesn't smell like Bengate up balls. <laughs> <laughs> roasting out in the Arizona sun, but uh, also sitting in a petri dish with moisture and a nice little cloth on top, so there's a humidity barrier going on. Like it's some funky little shit going on. That's oddly specific. And you know oddly what? Specific. Sadly enough, that's very brief. Very brief. Let's talk about somebody who we can be fucking proud of. Uh, Thought of Bernie Sanders. Thought the Bernie, he is out here. He ain't fucking around, dude. He, he is not. not fucking around. He's taking on Disney so right now. What, what, what is his beef with Disney? So he is, his beef with Disney is that the CEO got a 400% raise last year, and their employees, the Disney cast members, are still getting paid like what he calls slave wages, like $10 an hour or something like that. And for California, that ain't shit. That yeah. is like... Or Orlando. Yeah, that that ain't shit, man. So he's taking on Disney right now. You know what happened last time Mickey tried taking on Disney? Oh, Jesus. He got arrested. <laughs> no, this is... Okay, so like the past decade, there's been like a push by some by some Disney workers to try to like unionize because they can't unionize now. That's what he's trying to do. Um, and there was this... One maybe two thousand eight two thousand nine where there was like a mass demonstration of like the the costumed actors mm-hmm. and they all were like protesting outside as in costume and so there are pictures of Mickey Get Mouse in handcuffs getting here. arrested. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, they arrested they arrested Mickey outside of Disney. <laughs> wow. So Why I didn't I know about that? Jesus oh, Christ! I remember when it happened? I, I kept thinking it was going to blow up hard, but something else happened. Yeah, man, that, that's a fucking thing when you have this whole. Whole image, the happiest place. I mean, granted, most of your profits are all on media formats now, anyway. Yeah. But still, if you want to hold down the fucking happiest place on earth mentality, pay your goddamn employees so they don't look like they're fucking scowling all over the goddamn place. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, they uh, they technically do have a lot of control over people's lives. Like, they're running rides and she's just fucking bam. You guys are making plenty of goddamn movie. And if money. you can pay 58 or like $50 billion to acquire Fox. Yeah, you can then probably throw out some change for your fucking employees. Yes. Shit. Yeah, it's nothing to them. That's fucking change to Disney. Yeah. So, Uncle Bernie's out here, man. He ain't fucking around. He he just I not... Just, I don't know that guy. I just hope he might have a heart attack. No. Like two I don't years. Think, he's fucking I don't old, so. man. He, he's got a lot of fight on him. He's got... He's, shrink, oh. he's shrinking every year. His neck goes down a quarter <laughs> inch. By the time we get there, his shoulders will be above his head, and he'll be inside <laughs> of it. Kind of like that dude from Ninja Turtles. Oh, like, the head will be in the belly, and he'll have the body around. <clears throat> Just saying, man. I just the way I, I love the way he says uh, Donald Trump's name. He's like Donald Trump is <laughs> an American travesty. <laughs> just the, just the way I he like says. It's just funny to me. I do like it. Um, I like, like to see them rage. Ben Carson. Oh yeah. What did he do? Usually nothing. Oh, usually. <laughs> usually nothing. Usually just except supporting a fucking hate monger. But go on. Oh yeah, but it passes away. So. Ben Carson has a brilliant idea. In fact, it's not even really an idea. It's a policy that's, unless it gets stopped, is going into action. So, Ben Carson, mm-hmm. the secretary, he's in charge of housing. Okay. Secretary of Urban, uh, Urban Development has Housing and Urban Development. God. <laughs> the HUD department. So, which, mind you, when he first got that job, I thought that was racist as fuck. <laughs> give, give the black guy the HUD job. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh. But anyway, for the most part, he's just there. Not really much to do. He's not. It's just sort of an established department. Unless something happens, you don't yeah. really do too much. He came out with a plan 
And here it is. We want to help people get better jobs okay. and move into better housing, in better mm-hmm. neighborhoods, better mm-hmm. schools, and make improved lives for their families. This is how we're going to do it. We are going to raise, on average, national um, housing assistance programs, so like the reduced rents and whatnot. Yeah. On average, across all levels and programs, we're going to raise prices 20%. Fucking hell. You're kidding me. So basically the idea is he's going to make it too expensive to be on HUD housing so that you have to go out and get a better job to make more money so that you can then just buy a house that isn't even HUD housing. He's going to make it so expensive to, that you can't be poor. It's, but that's, oh, the whole, that's, the, that's the whole point. It's like fuck? when you're on HUD housing is because you can't afford the other housing and it's not yeah. as simple as... Everybody wants a better paying job, fucking asshole. Of course you want to get make more money. This is That's what fucking bothers me about that older generation. They're just like, just go out there. Just go get a job. Oh, as if, like, I didn't try that already. Yeah, or fucking. I didn't already get one. It just doesn't pay enough. Yeah. But at the same, it's like, it's... It, it's just looking at this in, like, the worst way, in the strict, like... Again, it's, it's working off this mentality that ultimately the only thing holding people back is that they're just too lazy to be successful. That's the, that's the ideology that promotes these sorts of things. It's like, we're going to pressure people into being like, all right, I'll get off my ass now, and then get a better paying job. It's like, well, if you're already working two jobs, 50 hours a week, yeah. I don't think this is going to help. It's clearly not for you. It's for the people who are like, oh, I blew my knee in 1994, and I haven't worked since. I've been leeching off of the government. But, you know, they don't realize that it also affects the people who have two fucking jobs and work, you know, 60 hours a week and shit. Yeah, exactly. And they, and they're doing like a whole bunch of other requirements, like certain work hour requirements as well. But it's, again, it's just ass fucking backwards. And ultimately, it's really fucking helping property owners. Like, that's what it really is. Mm-hmm. Even, even with his backward ass logic, he's trying to distract the fact that this is ultimately giving more money to the people who own the buildings, who own these buildings, which at this point, there's companies that own thousands of fucking units like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just this mass company that, like, farm them out. They're not, like, and, yeah. and people will be like, well, what about the guy who owns the building? You know, he needs to make a living too. Yes, this is true. But in most cases, especially ones participating in the program, they're not individuals, five-unit building owners. They're these giant corporations that own thousands of buildings and apartment complexes all over the country and just, like, hire people out to manage them and whatnot. Yeah. That's who's actually running most of these, and that's who's going to get the money from this, and... Oh, yeah, it's just fucking this whole war on the goddamn poor. It's like this whole idea. It's like, oh, just keep them away or make them do better. It's like, it's not how this fucking works. And this is part of the fucking problem. The whole trickle-down theory like they're going with, it It didn't work. work. It didn't work the first time. It didn't work the second time. It ain't gonna work this goddamn time. It doesn't fucking work. The way that I think about it is like the trickle-down theory is this. I give you, you're a billionaire, I give you $100. Now, I'm gonna get on my hands and knees and pray to the good Lord that that $100 somehow makes its way back to me. Yeah, it doesn't work that fucking it's way. Pocket. And you know what? Here's another thing. This is actually a flaw when they came up with this term. When something trickles down something, doesn't it leave a little bit at every level, right? So by the time it yeah. gets to the bottom, there's not very much, and eventually it stops? Yeah. That's fucking trickled mm-hmm. down. It doesn't go all the way down. The people who present it, it's like, well, once this billionaire makes a billion bucks, he's going to reinvest it. No, he's going to pocket at least half of it. Otherwise, there wouldn't be such a thing as billionaires. People with billion dollars, like, personal wealth, they wouldn't exist if they reinvested all of that all the time. You wouldn't have that. That's, like, the biggest clue right there is you wouldn't have people with billions of dollars. 
Because they would have put that all into something else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a fucking ridiculous ass program. That's like it's. It's it's. it's that ain't gonna work. It's a <laughs> sure. You're gonna have people who figure out some way to get more money, but you know what? In all practicality, it's probably gonna really happen. Yeah. You're probably yes. You're gonna have people who somehow end up working sixty hours a week or get lucky enough to get a job. But you're also gonna have people who are, for the most part, on the up and up, who, in order to keep a roof over their head, are gonna do some fucking illegal shit that they wouldn't do otherwise. Yeah. But they're going to. Yeah, it's just gonna cause more chaos and more problems and. Yeah, because if you have to come up with money over your head and you can't get a better job, what are you gonna do? Something you probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah. But for the money, so again, like I think this is gonna backfire fucking hard. Yeah. And I don't know. I hope some. I hope something gets changed on it. But again, it's not like a votable kind of thing. This is an internal agency policy sort of procedure. So, short of mass fucking pressure or just a swift kicking the nuts to the administration, like it's not gonna change. It's gonna go into effect. That's I, fucking yeah. terrifying. And that that is terrifying. But you know, I I hold out hope that you know something is, something is coming. Something drastic is is on the horizon with this administration, because with Trump says, you know, like, oh, I have the ability to pardon myself. I didn't do anything wrong, oh, yeah, but I have the shit. ability to pardon myself. Not even Richard Nixon thought he could pardon himself. No, no. he And he came up with a plot to pardon himself. <laughs> but he went about it a different way because he knew it wouldn't work the other way. He could never come out and be like, I'm pardoning myself. He knew that wasn't going to fly. So he had somebody else do it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that... Yeah. So, it, so I, I think something drastic is happening only because he said that shit. You wouldn't say something like that unless you know they're getting close to you. Unless you know that, like, oh shit, you know, the end is near. And yeah, stroke at. Mm, I hope. Out from there. I, I can only hope. Although it better be towards the end of the trick. My pencil's a piece of shit, too. He just knows oh. how to play his cards better. Yeah, he, he knows how to keep his racism and uh, homophobia quiet. But Trump, he just, he just lets it out. Let's it fucking out and just like, dude, it, he's like Roseanne. He he can't fucking help it. <laughs> um, you have on here a ten year old was arrested. Yeah. So where was this? I think it was like Ohio, Michigan. I can't remember. Exactly I can imagine where it was. Ohio probably. Maybe. It was some ur- bigger areas. Was Cincinnati, not Florida or Desert City. Somewhere. There was grass and trees and shit in the pictures. <laughs> anyway, so apparently, police had gotten a call out that there was, I think they said it was like a teenager riding a bike down the street wearing a uh, blue, carrying like a, riding around with like a gun. Oh, shit. They didn't say, sure, anybody was riding with a gun. Now, mind you, that could mean a whole hell of a lot of things. Apparently, people mistake really ridiculous things for guns when they're ahead of small black children. Cell phones. Cell phones, brightly colored water guns, candles. Yeah. Arizona iced teas, that mm-hmm. kind of shit. Yeah. So anyway, mind you that that's already kind of shaky to begin with. There is a 10-year-old boy playing in his grandparents' front yard. Police approach him. Kid gets kind of ticked off and tries running away. Cops grab him. Put him in handcuffs. They start, like, relentlessly questioning him. All the while, all the grandparents are screaming, like, get him out. He's 10 years old. What the fuck are you doing? So on and yeah. so forth. Apparently, he matched the description of the person being called in. And according to the police department's, you know, response later, they said, well, you know, some kids kids you can't tell if you know they're 10, 12, 14. This kid is like up to the hips of these officers crying in fucking handcuffs. And he's fucking handcuffed for like, not just a minute. It wasn't just like, hold on, what's your name? Oh, you're not this person. Okay. 
they like kept him there as they go on the radio like for 15 fucking minutes kid like pisses his pants shit like that oh and afterwards God. the police department comes out and be like well it seems our officer we're gonna we'll, we'll, we'll investigate but it seems our officer followed right procedure in this case fuck you and I'm like no that is no one followed the right procedure did he have a gun on him no that's it that he's not your it. man that's not the one you're looking for <laughs> you should have stopped him frisked him well, he didn't have a gun. All right. Peace out. Fuck off, kid. Yeah. But, like, yeah, and it's it's fucking ridiculous. And, again, like, the whole response after was like, oh, officers followed fucking protocol. You know what that reminds me, reminds me of, like, what fucking happened here in uh, the Miranda PD thing? Yes. Yeah. Where it's, like, silent video, boom, they start being out. And so what ends up happening is it comes out later off the body cam. You can hear some you can hear some orders. Basically, they ordered the dude to sit down, and he said no. Then they just started beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And it's like, and, uh, again, police department comes out and be like, you know, Sometimes it's not pretty to see our procedures, but you know they are our procedures. How it happens? Like no, no, like, <laughs> that's not how things work. I'm like, okay, here's the thing: if you want somebody to sit or go on the ground and they're not doing it, if you really want to forcibly do it, you grab them and you put them on the floor, right? Yeah. You don't like take five minutes to just continually start punching and kicking them, right? Yes. You, so you don't try and knock them out with. A- Punch to the face. Yeah, and well, then, then, then continual. St- it's like same thing. It's like, I just wonder, like, who the fuck is teaching these, like, physical techniques? Again, like, it would have been a little brutal, but still, just grabbing the dude and slamming on the floor, boom, all the ground, done. Yeah. Not the, like, again, mul- like, just multiple people just beating the shit out of this person because he wouldn't listen to you. Like, that doesn't sound A effective. Six on one is Yeah, I'm like, at first, it's just, it makes no sense on any level. Like, wait, so your procedure is when you need people to sit, you just beat them until they can't stand anymore. Yeah. Or until they not, as they pass yeah. out. And... Yeah, not like put them on the floor and then put them in handcuffs. Yeah. Kind of like what you assume. Like, that's kind of what you would assume when you're non compliant, they're just going to make you do the thing they're saying. Or here's the crazy <laughs> idea use your fucking taser. Yeah, you know, something like just that. Just like, I'm going to tase you if you don't sit down. Okay? Yeah, usually that works. Usually yeah. people are like, all right, cool, babe, I'll sit. Yeah, and it's like, oh shit, I don't want to get shocked. I don't you want... know what this brings up? This brings up, okay. You know what you get the complete opposite things on? When you watch Life PD. Yes. Like, yeah, sometimes the... they fuck people up, but like, at the same time, it's not, this, like, again, that's when you see like, hey, I'm going to tase you. All right, cool. I'm going to yeah. let the dog out. No, I'm good. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I think because they're on like this TV stream, they act differently. Like, you know, they Absolutely. talk to people differently. Absolutely. And it usually ends up going better. Yeah. But <laughs> to take the point a look where you even got people who are getting arrested, like, oh shit, this is Life PD, what's up? Yeah. Look at any. <laughs> and then they don't even get pissed. Any old episode of Cops. Any old episode <laughs> of Cops. Every black man that gets pulled over and, you know, even like has an inkling of resisting gets taken to the fucking ground. Fucking push down on the fucking uh, hot. I remember watching cops and all of us run, man, run, run. Yeah. That was all we exactly because it was like if you're not running, you're probably getting your ass whipped. And it's <laughs> and usually the white people, the white guys, is like, it's like you put your hands in the air, get on the fucking ground, and then I've seen this a couple times on cops where they say like, get on the fucking ground. They tell a white dude, and he's like, I can't, I'm diabetic. What the fuck does that got to do with anything? And they, they're like, all right, just stay where you're at. Like, no, you fucking take him down just like you did to the other dude <laughs> fucking 10 minutes ago. God yeah. damn. Yeah, those are fun. I don't pre recorded But good. Oh, I just, in watching these, they're like, I can't do it. Like, yeah, they do some shit. I'm like, yeah, you sure you can't do that. So it was up. At the same time, like, I don't, feel like they're actually making an effort, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of nice. I'm like, maybe that's the idea. We just have to have these... We have to, like, one out of every ten officers and it rotates out every week 
has like a camera with them trailing them like and you can constantly watch this shit on TV so like mm-hmm. if anything happens people can film maybe keep that's them like a solution keep them honest cause like even with these body cams like they're trying to like switch them off turn the volume off and sometimes mm-hmm. like random, they're just fucking doing it and then just yeah. hoping that later they don't get convicted look at the guy that was uh what was on the Celtics or something like that he was a basketball player and he got oh he uh, got tased and shit he got he? tased and it was fucking unnecessary as hell like, there was no reason for that. Yeah, much. I forgot. Like, when they... Because they got involved. Like, he wasn't even the dude to begin with that was supposed to be, right? And then it escalated? No, he was, he was in a parking lot, and he was uh, double parked in, uh, oh, okay. in, in there. And then he... I think we discussed this on the first episode. Oh, but um, But he was double parked, and he fucking got tased. It was like, where in the... Oh, my God. It just... It doesn't make sense. What they need... Is a fucking like Starbucks day where they they just like okay everyone we're gonna get every police officer <laughs> in every county ever and we're all gonna get together and we're gonna learn how to not kill people right. and how to properly pull people over we need one consensus idea of like this is how a traffic stop goes this is how you know uh, this goes or whatever it is whatever needs to be done. And to to show some some consistency all over needs to fucking be done because oh, this is man. ridiculous, man. It's pretty bad. Oh shit. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's all I got. That's all we got. That's all we got. That's all we got for this week. All right, pretty healthy hour. Very very healthy. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you stopped listening way back when, uh, go fuck yourselves. But um, I'm gonna put our uh, Instagram and um, all of our information on the description for this, so you can come find us, talk to us, you know. Call us, harass us, ask us questions. Send no, us dick don't pics. harass us. Don't don't be a dick. Send some dick pics. No, don't don't send dick pics. <laughs> no one likes dick pics in the history of ever. No one's ever. You know what? I could appreciate it because that means somebody's willing to give me some thought, and they probably put a little bit of time to get the shot. You know, so. Put the some baby oil on it. Okay, all right. Um, every now and then you gotta take what you can get. That's your prerogative. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Send them to burn the sun. Oh fuck you! <laughs> At burn fuck the sun. Fuck you. And uh, you know, tell us what you think <laughs> using your penis. Anyway, it's called uh, interpretive dance. <laughs> interpretive dance with your dong. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. <laughs>